The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. To Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tung. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. And I'm your host, Peter Tung. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And I'm absolutely delighted today to welcome into our show Rana Herman, a world-renowned spiritual master and Archangel Michael channel. Rana, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. So perhaps you could begin by just telling us a bit about how this all began for you. Well, I... um, um Way back when, <laughs> uh, we, my husband and I retired early. We retired in our in our mid fifties, and um, uh, we had a wonderful life. We we had were comfortable. We lived in a beautiful um, beautiful home, and had uh, really lovely friends. And had after a very what you might say a. Um, a lot of scarcity in my early lifetime. I'm glad. I'm glad I was poor in my young days so that I could really appreciate having abundance. But uh, we we were very comfortable, and uh, I I really enjoyed life. But all of a sudden, the divine discontent began, as you know, uh, how when your soul starts to nudge you. And so the uh, country clubs and all of the uh, uh, social things um, began to pale, and they just weren't uh, didn't interest me anymore. And so I started on a search and, and began to read an awful lot of the things that a lot of people have read and was even guided to read a lot of the ancient teachings. And um, along the way, after a couple of years, a master teacher called Triton came to me just out of the blue. I was kind of going through a dark night of the soul thing, didn't seem to work, everything was still beautiful, wonderful marriage, wonderful life, but it just I just felt this despair. And one day this uh, voice boomed into my head uh, because I, I just said, God, I don't know what you want. I don't know what, what I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to live my spirituality. What do you want of me? And I, it was as if I just uh, symbolically put my soul into my hands and lifted it up and said, here, you take it. And this voice boomed into my head and said, well, it's about time. Uh, we've been waiting for you to get your ego out of the way so that we can begin to work with you. And uh, you promised before incarnating to be a messenger of these times uh, for these uh, swiftly changing uh, times ahead. 
And so that began a beautiful relationship. All of these wonderful, this wonderful information began to pour forth. I used to walk around with a little voice, uh, uh, a uh, handheld recorder, and speak in it. And so gradually, gradually becoming very comfortable until then I began to do some readings and, and, and began to speak before groups. It was a process. I tell everybody I'm a 25-year instant success, you know. <laughs> we don't get the way we are in a day. And so, but uh, along about um, the end of 91, uh, Triton told me uh, that there would be a being a greater light that would be coming to me, that uh, we uh, had integ- I had integrated uh, the energy of this group, which I know was a, a part of, of my higher self in the causal plane. And so then in January uh, of, uh, at the 11-11, there, we had an event, and I came back to record uh, what had happened for those who weren't there, and this uh, powerful energy came through, and it was Archangel Michael. And he said basically the same thing, you are to be my messenger and to bring forth a new truth. And uh, in the beginning, uh, because his energy was so powerful, he, uh, I, it came through Triton. And so in my first book on Wings of Light, um, the first few messages are through the messenger, and then gradually, as I begin to, what they, what what happens? The way I understand it is when we agree or ask to work with a master or a, an angelic being or a being of the higher realms, they first uh, begin to send their energy down into our auric field to help us in the process of balancing and harmonizing our frequency patterns, so we can attune to the higher realms, and and so that we can. Um, it's like a radio station. Uh, when you when you aren't right attuned to that channel or to that frequency, uh, there are static and distortions. And so it's the same way with us connecting with the higher realms. We want, we need. It's important that we clear the distortions and tap into that pure line that connects us to the beings of light at the different levels or the different dimensions. And um, so after a while, uh, after we become attuned to a certain degree, then the master or archangel light. Michael then began to lift me into his org field. And when that happened, that is an incredible experience. It is, it is the most beautiful relationship. There is protocol, and, and uh, uh, you have to understand and learn uh, how, how to use it how, and how not to use it, but it becomes a, a very beautiful, pure, and enlightening relationship. And so I have been um, channeling Michael. I, I have channeled a monthly message uh, every month except one since February of 1992. And I put those messages out, and immediately he, he told me, uh, I asked that you put on the messages, copy freely and share, which I did. And so, therefore, and if you will remember back then, um, as channeling and this type of thing, it's very common now, but back then it was unique. There weren't nearly as many of us out there, and so everybody was very possessive of their material. But uh, as a result of that, um, his messages quickly um, began to uh, move and around the world, so that now they are translated in all major languages, and uh, I have 10 books out there, and and they are translated in most major languages, so it's been a pretty astounding uh, journey, and it just keeps expanding more and more and more, and I can say that um, everything that Archangel Michael has told me has come true, maybe not in the time frame I would have liked, or quite the way I expected, but it's always been perfect in retrospect. And, Rana, I remember reading those messages back in the early 90s and looking forward to the arrival every month. And, as you say, it was a time when 
there weren't many people who were considered to be real clear channels at that time, and so you are you were definitely one of the pioneers in that area. Yes, and I feel very privileged and very blessed. It's, yeah. uh, it's been a great honor, and uh, it's been quite a journey. And uh, um, as I say, I'm in my 80s now, and uh, my health is still good, and my vitality, I, I've slowed down some, but it, it's so wonderful. This medium that you have that we're on right now, I have uh, a radio show, uh, a um, um, a web webinar uh, once a month. It's next Saturday, the third Saturday of the month, and uh, we have from four to five hundred people that tap in on the web, and it's absolutely incredible. And it, it, Michael said last uh, about a year and a half ago, he said uh, you won't be traveling as much, but you, your exposure will be greater. And I thought, well, how are you going to do that? <laughs> but that's what happened with Randy Monk uh, and as my host. And uh, so uh, it is such a wonderful way for us to connect with the world. You know, our soul family is worldwide. Uh, there are uh, such beautiful people out there, and a lot of them are isolated. And so this is such a wonderful connection. And um, uh, building the pyramids of light for people to go into and the teachings that we can post you know, or give through the webinars or so on, uh, it is just an incredible gift for all of us. There's a couple of things I wanted to just backtrack to because you've already said a great deal. Um, so let's just go back because you, you mentioned earlier uh, about your first message from the 1111, and the 1111 is a significant date, and we've just gone through the 1111-11 of 2009. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So can you just talk a bit about the significance of the 1111? Um, there, there are different thoughts and different... Uh, it, it, for me, at that time, um, well, let's go back. Let's go back to the harmonic convergence and what what my understanding of that was. That was when, uh, in the late 1800s, they began to. Um, it was it was time for the change. It was time for things to begin to accelerate, and we moved from we were moving from uh, the thought two thousand year span of the sixth ray going into the seventh ray of uh, Zadkiel and Lady Amethyst and uh, the Violet Flame, and so also uh, Archangel Michael again became. Uh, more predominant. He is the guardian over overseer of this universal plan and so on. And so he he began to the the uh, first ray, which Archangel Michael is over uh, and Lady Faith, and uh, that is the second most important ray. And so he began to beam down his energy, uh, the violet flame to transmute the negativity and all of the imbalanced uh, energies so that we can begin to create anew with the fresh energy. We, energy is never lost. It's transmuted. And so we want to bring that back into pure light so we can again use it to create as a, a, a co-creative master of, of beauty, bounty, and, 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 and all of the wonderful things instead of the negativity and the pain and the suffering and so on. And so they began to beam down the higher frequencies of light onto the earth and to humanity. And as you know, uh, from the 1800s through the mid-19th century, uh, the wars and the chaos and so on, it was became very destructive. And so by the time of the harmonic convergence, um, it was determined that the earth and humanity had uh, absorbed as a whole, as a blanket effect, had absorbed the maximum amount of higher frequency energy that, that they could contain. And so that is when 
we all began to awaken. It was like there was a, a, a seed atom. It wasn't time-oriented. It was event-oriented. In other words, when things got to a certain point, that trigger would go off. And I know for myself, I didn't know what was going on, but I felt it, and I'm sure you did too. And millions of people around the, wor- the world, uh, and someone co- coined the phrase, you know, the harmonic convergence. But it was a mass awakening. So many people you talked to around that time was when, was when they began to really feel it. Well, uh, they, we, we began to awaken then. We began to tap into. We began here again to try and balance and harmonize our frequency patterns. This, this universe is an experiment in duality and polarity. Every universe has an over-theme. And so duality and, and polarity has been the theme all the way down, but it was in a certain accepted spectrum of light and shadow. And so that is what has happened here on Earth. We got way beyond that uh, um, the design spectrum of of shadow, and so the, that you might say the pendulum was swinging very broadly, and so we began to awaken in the in like in eighty seven and so on, and really began to um, seek our soul began to nudge us a lot more strongly. And Rona, we're heading to our first break, so I'll have to uh, let, let you stop there for a moment. All right, surely. And we'll come back after the break All and right. talk more about the violet flame. All right. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tung left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. 
It's pretty scary, but I don't let it rattle pretty me. Pretty scary, Ryan, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to get me. I'm always me. wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This'll all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This'll all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. Go to jail for a gun crime and your family serves a sentence with you. Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. My guest today is Rana Herman and before the break, Ronna was just leading us up to uh, a discussion around the 11-11 by talking about the event of harmonic convergence, which was in August 17th, 1987, and a time when many of us began to wake up uh, to our new life in this expanded, aware state. And Ronnie, you were about to move in to talk about the 11-11. Yes. So from 1987, all of us, you know, we, we began to very quickly turn inward, and a lot of us moved very quickly. It was, it was just um, an, almost an obsession, and, and, um, and the energy was coming into us. Because it was an agreement, because it was a contract, we moved along very quickly. If we, if we expressed a desire and showed them we were serious, they began to work very intensely with us so that we moved along very quickly so that by the time we came to the 11-11 a lot of us were then prepared to move into let's let's see that 11-11 it's almost like two pillars okay you see the 11-11 almost like it's it's kind of symbolic almost like a channel those two um, those two uh, one 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 and one one and so we were during that time then beginning to clear the distortions, to clear the pathway so that we could connect with the higher realms. Along with that, a lot of the third and fourth dimensional, uh, that cosmic, um, the um, mass consciousness, that uh, negativity was being cleared. And uh, so they began to send the energy directly through us, through each of us that were awakening and had agreed to do this. And so the pathways were open. A lot of the portal ways or the information lines, the telepathic lines, the telepathic communication lines began to open for those of us who were ready. And so from my viewpoint, that is when we began to establish our, our uh, network of um, uh, cosmic, cosmic telepaths, which is 
what Michael calls calls us, not channels, because we actually interact. I talk back. I I talk with him. I speak with him, and and so so it is an interaction, and it is a natural state of being. In fact, um, I am now. He's having me focus on opening to channel, opening to the telecommunication pathway, because more people are ready now to do that. But that began this information, the the ring that passed not, that quarantine that had been placed around the Earth and our solar system to a degree for so long because of the um, massive amount of negativity uh, and and negative energy that had been spewing out that was dissolved so that we now could begin to get not only solar system information but galactic, universal, and now we're even getting omniversal. And so that was the beginning of our true connection again with the higher realms of life. That has just expanded now more and more and more so that it is almost becoming commonplace. And so it was a great time of transformation. And for those of us that caught that stream of of, uh, ascension, it has been quite a ride. (laughs) Indeed. And you also mentioned, as you were talking about that briefly, the violet flame. So could you talk about the significance of the Yes. Um, each ray is over a 2,000-year period, and it is appropriate that the violet flame is the ray that is the most predominant ray on Earth. You know, we have seven. We, we resonate to the harmonics of seven. We have seven. Uh, there are seven uh, planets in our solar system, and we have seven major chakras and so on. Galactically, it's 12, and, but, and we are moving into the 12. We are at beginning to access and integrate the five higher rays. But um, the seventh ray is a violet flame of transformation, ceremony, transmutation, so that it is the only ray that will you can bring in from your crown chakra into your physical being and into uh, the mandula oblongata, which is called the ascension chakra. It automatically goes into that area when you begin to do a rhythmic uh, or, or sacred breathing. But also it has been, they prepared the way by um, in these great crystal labyrinths, these great crystal caverns within the earth, uh, a time came and they knew that we would need this uh, uh, in the future because of the density that the earth had sank into, which wasn't really designed to do that. But anyway, the violet flame was planted in these great crystal caves around the earth, and there has been a group from for thousands of years, really, that have been the keepers of the violet flame. And so we just had a uh, seminar at Lake Tahoe, which was um, activating that energy at Tahoe. There's a great crystal cave there with the violet flame. So that if you have, if you're familiar with doing violet flame meditations, the violet flame blazes up from beneath your feet. And so we radiate the rays, that energy down into the earth, bring it back up and then send it out into the world via our breath. But those great violet flames have been like on pilot light until just recently, now that more and more people are beginning to uh, say the affirmations, to call on the seventh ray, to call on the beautiful archangels that are the bearers of that ray, so that that wonderful energy can radiate up from our feet around us. It can not only be a protective flame, but it will transmute, uh, we, we say, I call upon the violet flame 
to surround, to, to enfold me, to surround me, to fill me, to radiate out from me, creating uh, this violet flame of transformation, uh, healing, cause, core, record, and memory uh, in this reality, in this timeline, and in any, any past reality of anything that has not been of love light. And so that flame then begins to go forth from us, out, and radiate from us so that we are in a protective shield. We are in a protective flame because it is transmuting that negativity. You know, we, we magnetize and we radiate light. Our thoughts have frequency. So we send out in, a, in an infinity sign the frequencies of our thoughts. And so then that connects with frequencies uh, of the same that are the same, as, as you've heard, I'm sure, many, many times. The universe has a way of rearranging itself to uh, fit your picture of reality. And so as you live, like they say, if you don't like what your, your world is around you, you don't like what's going on, you don't like your life, change your mind. Lift your consciousness. Change your frequencies, which is another way of saying return to balance and harmony. Return to center. One of the greatest uh, little affirmations that Michael gave us was uh, return to when you get out of balance or someone throws some negative energy at you, take a deep breath and return to center. And then wrap that negative energy symbolically in, in a pink bubble of light and return to sender, S-E-N-D-E-R. And so uh, the main thing when people ask, what do I do? What do I do to move forward? What do I move to, to um, move onto the ascension path? Learn to stay in your center. Michael said we need to become harmless. Before, in the past, there were so few that ascended, and they had to, they had to rectify, heal uh, most all of their, their past karma, which is almost impossible. Now, if we return to balance and harmony, and return to neutrality, we become neutral. And if we were just project 1% positive energy, the world, if, if humanity would do that, the world and humanity would be instantly transformed. And so that is, that is what we, perfection is not needed. Return to harmlessness, come to neutrality, and then just begin to project that love light. And the greatest gift then is once we move past the negativity, the imbalances of the third dimension to the mid-fourth, then we begin to tap into what is called the adamantine particles. The violet flame, the really power of the violet flame is also a mid-fourth dimensional technique. That is, where, that is where it really begins to happen. You have to come to that point to tap in to those marvelous gifts. And so that is the goal. All you have to do, the people, all of humanity, uh, they do not have to be where we are or, or follow the path that we have if they can just move into that mid-fourth dimensional vibrational pattern, their energetic signature, or what they call what's called their soul song, then the wonder begins to happen because then they can tap into that transmuting violet flame. And then that's when we move out of karma into a state of grace because we are transmuting the negativity in our life every day. One of the most uh, important uh, things I can give people is the, to, how to live each day as a master. And uh, do we have time to go in that now? No, we've got two minutes to the break, so we, we can make a start and we can break. Uh, okay, I think I can get it there. <laughs> like you say, I do talk fast. <laughs> um, as when you wake up in the morning, in the morning when, you, when you're in an alpha state, when you're just coming out of, out of uh, your sleep state, um, just real quickly, uh, see if there's any dreams that you can connect to because that's very important. But just say something to the effect that I align my will this day with 
my divine will for my greatest good and the greatest good of all. That way you are giving your guardian angel, uh, your higher self, the beings of light, you are, are uh, tuning your will with the divine will. And so go about your day doing the best you can. Um, begin to envision an uh, angel perched on your shoulder as you go about your day, and as an observer, which will kind of help you to think about what you're doing and you're saying. And um, so then at the end of the day, just very quickly review your day. What did you say that you could have said differently? What didn't you say you could have said? What, what, what happened that was of a negative pattern? And then what was, what was positive? And, and look for the positive things in people. But you just review your day. Don't judge. We're awfully judgmental. But just review to see uh, how your day went. And then all you have to do is say, I call on the mighty law of forgiveness to balance, transmute, and harmonize any negative energy that I have sent forth this day that is not of love light. And it will be instantly transmuted. And you are, we are still under the laws of karma, but we are, we are much more um, uh, aware of what we're doing and what we're saying, and we're instantaneously transmuting that so we don't have all of that baggage, that heavy, all of that heavy karmic patterns within our auric field that we've had in the past. So by releasing this, uh, this energy on a daily basis, then we can release that karma and move into a state of grace. So we're coming up to our second break. Uh, this is Peter Tongue for Awakening Conscious Co-Creation with my special guest, Rana Herman. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure, what's up? Um, there's this girl I kind of like. Well, if there's one thing I know, it's women. Really? Well, they didn't call me velvet for nothing. I don't get it. Smooth. I was smooth. Oh. Anyway, it's easy. You just got to impress her. Show her how strong you are. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? I don't know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt, if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, Ugh! Try it. Ugh! 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 <laughs> See, there you go. And you should dress up. Start wearing a shirt and tie. I'll look like a dork. No, you'll look successful. Okay. And finally, you can start using my cologne. <clears throat> the ladies love it, so don't be shy. Splash it on. Thanks, Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To find out how you can adopt, please visit our website at adoptuskids.org or call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. You've read the books, listened to the CDs, and gone to the workshops to learn spirituality. Now there's a way to help you live it every single day. The Spiritual Workout with Stephen Morrison. Call with any issue at all and Stephen will passionately help you see which of 15 universally spiritual concepts apply to your circumstance and how. Practice every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Spiritual Workout on 7th Wave Network. It's a practical path to a happier, more peaceful, and richer life experience. How do we 
walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tung left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit PeterTongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at PeterTongue.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung, and my special guest today, Rana Herman who has been giving us a beautiful insight into the way in which the violet flame functions and walking the world in a state of grace. Ron, I'd like, I'd like you now to, to move on and, and talk to us a little bit about the importance of the pyramids of light. Yes. Um, it's been five or six years ago um, when Archangel Michael, first of all, uh, asked me to build a, um, an etheric pyramid in the fifth dimension. He said it'll be in, there are seven sub-dimensions of each, sub, seven sub-levels of each uh, dimension. And he said to just, uh, through your intent and meditation, build a crystal pyramid in the higher dimensions. We also had a meditation where we were doing it uh, on the earth. We would go into a valley and there would be a pyramid. That was kind of the beginning. And then he said, now I want you to build one in the higher realms. And so um, that was to be, uh, first of all, the work, a work pyramid where we put 12 crystal chairs. Uh, there was a double terminated clear quartz crystal uh, extending out from the point of the uh, pyramid and uh, hanging over the table. And he gave us um, a process. And, and this, you know, this was in the beginning times when we, we needed to clear a lot of ancient patterns and so on, a lot of timelines and a lot of our karma. And so we went in there to break agreements with people. And, uh, and to, we called that our work pyramid. And then after a time, he had us build a, uh, he said, we're going to build a world pyramid. Now, this was much vaster, huge, with a, a holographic replica of the um, uh, Earth in this pyramid with the um, crystal coming down on the, uh, from the top. And uh, also in, in the work pyramid, when the creator light would come down through, which, it, which our Father Mother God would send the radiance down, it would be like a uh, lightning that would begin to spark around the room. And it was really quite exciting. And, uh, uh, and he said the main thing that he was going to do with this 
it was helping us to become acclimated to a fifth dimensional environment. And so um, he, in one of the channels, he said, you pray like children. He said, let me, let us explain to you, let us give you the true way to pray. First of all, he said, I would like you to pray, to have a sense of prayer without any words. And that was so we could feel, I know if, if, feel just in gratitude, just in thanksgiving, begin to feel that wondrous love in your heart center. And it does build. It just becomes so exquisite and so beautiful. And he said, you pray like children for your, it's like you're begging and you're asking for things that you're playing God. He said, you're asking the people, uh, if you're in a war, the people on the other side are praying to win and, and, and vice versa. And you're praying for things that you really don't know what you're, what you're asking for. You don't know the higher outcome. And so the, the way he taught us was to go, there's a crystal chair for each of us. This is huge enough for everyone. Uh, there's no limitations in the higher realms. And so you go in and find your crystal chair. And he taught us to breathe in light and breathe out love. Breathe in light and breathe out love. And we would say, I ask for my greatest good, the greatest good of all humanity, the earth, and all creation. And you, we were to say our greatest good first. He said, you are, there are times when you must put your, yourself first so that you can become the very best, the most empowered, the most loving person that you possibly can be. How can you give away what you don't have? And so the virtue in selfishness is to build that creator love within you so that you're radiating it forth, and then you just forget about it. But so the old way was self-sacrifice and, and that we weren't worthy and so on. And so we started that, going into that, that world pyramid, breathing in light and breathing out love, and I could envision this beautiful light coming out, and the archangels, the angelic beings would ga- gather that, and it was mixed with our earth essence. And, and um, amazingly so, he said, it, you... God needs a body. You are the earthly physical representatives. The God is experiencing life and creation through you. And so with with that love light mixed with our essence, it is easier for them to add to it and then to take it and, and use it for the greatest good. We are co-creative partners. And so uh, many, many people have been doing that for a long time. And then we, had, we were to build a, an individual pyramid. And there was a crystal table there, and only we go in there with our with our. Um, I go in there with Archangel Michael and Lady Faith, and um, and that is for healing and for uh, for them to uh, work with you, to assist you when you're when you're moving forward into a higher frequency. And that also then was the precursor to building the city cities of light, which I can't go into. It's quite a, quite quite involved. It is in. It is in my uh, in my latest book, and also the glossary, this the reference and revelations uh, glossary that I've just put out, which everybody is just loves because it has all of the latest techniques and everything. But the cities of light are in the higher realms, uh, in the higher frequencies, and we can tap into those, and we start to bring down those adamantine particles, which are the pure. God particles. We cannot tap into those until we get into the mid-fourth dimension. And those are the essence of creation. And they come down into our sacred heart center, but they must be activated with our love. They, and so just to give you the difference, we have been working. We are, that is called a metatronic 
pure light substance, which is filtered through the Creator and our Father, Mother, God, and then through Metatron. And so we have been living in with half-spectrum light because it has been step-down light. And so that's called primal life force substance. That primal life force substance can be used positively or negatively. And as you can see, there's a lot of people that, that know the laws of manifestation, and they use that, but it does not bring, does not necessarily bring them happiness, but uh, or satisfaction. But with the pure God substance, it can only be ignited with our unconditional love. And so we also learn to tap into our sacred heart, where uh, where our soul and our higher self dwells, and we begin to we come in with a certain amount of those God particles. And when we're younger, like with children, uh, they are innocent and pure, and and so they are readily available. But so many people, when they move into fear and to negativity and to guilt and all of these different things, and they begin to put that shield across their heart, they no longer have access to those pure God particles, which are the particles that we really can begin to create with. Those are what we're accessing now. Those are what we have available to us, and it is so exciting uh, that you can feel the difference in your body and your energy and and uh, everything around you and that's when the miracles really really begin to you can really begin to see the results and through my website i hear from people all over the world who are telling me the miracles they're creating now they're saying it's working finally we are seeing some results i know it's been so difficult for so many people it is it is a painful and, and a stressful journey it has taken us a long time to get where we are but the path that they've opened for us and the way, the way back with the pyramids of light, all of these things that are waiting for us, I am just so excited to be able to share it. And I know you are, too. That is our mission, to, to give uh, all of this wondrous, wonderful, this magical tools uh, to the people. But they have to use them. And as you know, uh, it, it, uh, it only works if you, if you do the work. <laughs> So, Rhonda, we've, we've got about three minutes to the next break, and it would be really, it seems timely for you just to talk about today, uh, because there's a lot of chaos and confusion, a lot of fear out there. Yes. But there's also some wonderful things happening. So just talk yes. to us a little bit about, about uh, the situation. Well, uh, there, there is so much chaos, and, and, but Michael says out of chaos comes new creation. And unfortunately, we don't learn our lessons easily. I know you. I know you have had, their, they, uh, uh, when we agreed to set aside our free will and so on, uh, and, and when it comes to one of those times when they want to nudge us onto the path, it's painful. We don't usually listen uh, and, and pay attention easily. And so for those who have, have focused on the exterior, those who are not willing or have not, have not attuned to that inner voice of their soul self, and they, they, they are looking for something, some person, some event, or some possession to bring them a moment's happiness. And so you can see all of that is being taken away from them. They have, so it's a very stark lesson that, that people are learning. And so, uh, and, and so it, it, there is good coming out of they will just listen. And the thing is that is so beautiful is they will not have to follow the path that we have. You know yourself. I know, I know you must have had, you've had trials and tests and a painful journey. But the people following us, if they will just listen, if they will just tune in to their inner voice and so on, it doesn't take, it really doesn't take that much. But the chaos is going to get worse, the distortion. So many people are so afraid to move out of their comfort zone. 
there are, we have universal laws of manifestation, exactly how to begin to create, exactly how to begin to change your life and, and to have what you want, what you need, and so on. But you must take the steps and you must follow the rules. The universal laws will work if you follow the rules. And so it doesn't take that much because the information wasn't there way back when you and I started. But the information is, is it, it, it's, it's uh, everywhere. But you must listen tune into your own heart and follow that path that works for you. It has to be your truth, not my truth, not, not anyone else's. We have to follow. But once we begin to listen, that way will be opened. So much of the hard work has actually already been done by it the time. It has, and years. That's, oh, yes, yeah. and that's what's so wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So those people who are, are ready to wake up, um, what are your strongest suggestions for how they should go about finding their own particular niche or uniqueness? Uh, well, as I say, there there is just a plethora of information out there. I know that Mark Mike, Michael starts out my first book. It's uh, on wings of light. He starts out with it's personal. It's like it's written exactly for you know specifically for you and it gives you so much information why you're here and 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 what what has been happening what has happened in the past and it begins to tune you to your soul self then the golden promise begins to give us galactic information and it's uh, i want to know we, he said you must get out of just the emotions of spirituality move into the science of spirituality because it is it is scientific and so you must know the rules and, and, and the laws if you're going to make them work. And so he gradually begins to give us the universal laws, how to, how to begin to create, how to begin to balance and harmonize, how to begin to uh, find our passion, how to begin to break agreements and stop getting energy from each other, attaching those energy cords, and begin to get the energy, pure energy, from our higher self and our God source. And then the steps to take to move on that path with ease and grace. We Rana, have... we've, we've got to shift okay. into that. Oh, he's got to... <laughs> okay. That's okay. We're just going to our final break. This is Peter Tung for Awakenings of Conscious Co-Creation. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Experience higher love, an archangelic journey into ascended joy and authentic living. Your hosts, Sri Ram Ka and Kira Ra, will assist you to open your heart, expand your love, and be ever-present with true joy. Your journey with Sri and Kira begins right here on the 7th Wave Network with Higher Love, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tung left his position as a high school principal with 30 years' experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit PeterTongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation.
meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. When you have a stroke, you may not even notice it right away. But then, time passes, and the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine, and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb. You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because, after a stroke, every minute you don't get help is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm, or leg, sudden trouble seeing, speaking, or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately, because time lost is brain lost. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong and my special guest today, Ronna Herman. Before the break, Ronna was, was talking about opportunities for people to move on to their spiritual path as, as they awaken. So, Ronna, perhaps you could just give us uh, the information around your website and the different ways in which you can support people. Uh, well, first of all, um, we have a monthly message that Archangel Michael puts out, uh, and it's on my website. And um, they are quite advanced now, but uh, uh, there are five books of messages, and they just take a person along uh, with exercises, meditations, um, and there is a workbook called Scripting Your Destiny, which is just incredible for helping everyone to... it. it gives the information you need and it leads you through um, the infinity breath that we were talking about and, and all of these different tools that are so important for clearing uh, the negative vibrational patterns within us. We have an auric field and that auric field was pure pure light and what we call our perfect Adam Kadmon light body, which is the perfect design for human form. And so we are clearing that, and there is a way to do that with ease and grace. Sacred breathing is so important, and the infinity breath is a part of that. And Michael said the way for it has been prepared for you back into the higher realms. And so there is the infinity breath. There's binary sequencing, which is just an incredible meditation. There's violet flame meditation, learning about the city of light, going into the city of light, and, um, um, and uh, all of these, and becoming an alpha master, we have a CD series that has, gives you the step-by-step explanations and the pictures. 
receptors for getting into that alpha state so that you can lower your brain waves and begin to tap into your own higher source. So we've outlined everything specifically for you. Uh, if you, you know, people come to the seminars, which is wonderful, but you can do it on your own or you can listen into our monthly telecast just like uh, uh, Peter has, which is so wonderful and such a gift. And the third Saturday, go to our ask archangelmichael.com and you can sign up to receive the messages and also it'll tell you when the next um, um, t- uh, web webinar is and this Saturday the 21st at 11 o'clock Pacific time it'll give you the phone number and everything that you can call in and we answer questions that are sent in and they're always pertinent to uh, to the times and we have mp3s of the past questions and it it will cover almost all of the questions that you have about the path and what you need to do and different questions and so on and what is the actual your actual website what is the um uh, com. Ronastar, that's R-O-N-N-A-S-T-A-R.com. Okay, great. And AskArchangelMichael.com. AskArchangelMichael.com. Yes. And we do have, we have a quest for Master. We have teachers all over the world who are beginning to teach the information, and we are sharing the information. That That is your mission and mine, uh, Peter. I know you spend a lot of time, and it's a lot of effort, but it is our, it is our mission, and it's our great pleasure, and it is so rewarding. It is it's, it is. I, um, I can't imagine doing anything else. Can you? <laughs> no, not can I. No, absolutely. So we've only got a few minutes left. So perhaps you could just talk a bit about the infinity breath and the significance. <laughs> okay. Um, this breath, the, the sacred breathing, has been taught in the mystery schools and in and the Far East for for uh, centuries. And um, you've heard of prana and chi and so on. What we breathe is oxygen, and so we are not getting the prana that pure essence, that God essence. The infinity breath and and the um, uh, adamantine particles and this pure essence. We, as we say, we have to tap into the, the mid-fourth dimension. But when you begin this infinity breath and you tap into the higher levels, you start at the, at the solar plexus and you breathe in and then just see a line go through the base of the skull, which is called the mandula abangata. That's the ascension chakra. It goes around the front, back in. So it's a rhythmic breathing in and out, goes through the root chakra and back up. And as you do that, you begin to tap in to not that you're breathing deep, which is good just to have the oxygen because we do not breathe deeply enough, but you're also beginning to get the prana of life, that essence. That is what we breathed when we first came to earth. We didn't, we, it was, we didn't eat food. We, we didn't have uh, the system that we have now, but we were bringing in that pure creator essence in through uh, our, our, our crystalline vessel. And so when you're tapping in with the infinity breath, you are beginning to get those God particles with your breath. And we have a wonderful technique of bringing them in, 12 infinity breaths, and then we create what we call a flower of life, which we begin to build. We see like a creator wheel, just like the supreme creator uh, creates through. We talk about as above, so below, and it is an incredible process. And that is in, that is in, in my book, uh, the latest pamphlet, with all, or the... Um, booklet with all the information and the pictures, but we are bringing down that pure creator essence 
through our body, and we're also sending it out from us, out into the world. It's like that honeycomb of life, that crystalline grid. We are assisting the earth and humanity. See, in the past, a lot of the ancients, uh, or like in the Eastern philosophies and so on, they were so busy. They were busy seeking enlightenment, but it was just for themselves. And so Michael said it was time for them. You have to come down off the mountain and be with the masses, but we also have to share it. That is what that is what a self-master is. We become the most dynamic, wonderful, beautiful, loving person that we can be, and then we share that. That is our. That is what we are supposed to do. And so you not only then take it in, you get all that you need, but then you radiate it out from you and you share it with others. And Michael said, if you do nothing else but be an example to others, show they will they will see the difference in you. They will feel it. Your radiance and and even your accomplishment and 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 the wisdom that you have. And Ronna, I'm, I'm actually having to to bring you to a mm-hmm. conclusion at this point. We're coming to the top of okay. the hour. But the key is there's a technology behind all of this that we need to work with, and you can get this information through Runner's work on www.runnerstar.com, R-O-N-N-A-S-T-A-R.com. Runner, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been oh, an absolute pleasure. pleasure. And I'm sure if people will want to go to this show archive to pick up uh, some of the details you've gone through. Okay, really all right. Prepared. It's been my great pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. So next week, my guest will be Sam Gracie, who is the founder of Greens Plus, highly nutritional uh, product. But uh, Sam has done a great deal of research, not only in the field of nutrition, but also in wellness in general. And he will be talking about ways in which we can protect ourselves from serious illness, uh, typical family hereditary type illnesses, how we can keep the brain pliable and plastic and flexible, to avert any concerns around Alzheimer's. Uh, Sam is an extremely knowledgeable and well-researched person, and so I look forward to talking with him next week. Really enjoyed today's show. I hope you have. Thank you so much for listening. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Wishing you a wonderful week. found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tong for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.